Hey, this is Susan bringing you hope for the uprooted. As always, I'm delighted that you join me today, and you know I absolutely love the pleasure of your company. For those of you that are new and have just joined us, Hope for the Uprooted is encouragement from my heart, biblical principles, biblical application, practical tips to live things out, bringing you hope from God's Word, and sharing some of my favorite scriptures. I just love to get down to earth with you and just share what's on my heart. And hey, if I repeat things, <laughs> just forgive me, but I always feel like you might need to hear it more than once. But the things that I can encourage you with on your journey in the midst of change are important to me because when I talk about giving you hope, uh, through God's Word and the encouragement in, through my journey, uh, I know that you might be in the trenches of transition, you might be in the maze of moving or the chaos of change, and it's that emotional roller coaster uh, through all of life changes, whether it's divorce, death, illness, any kind of loss. It's just a time that we need to be grounded. We need to be reassured. We need to be encouraged. We need to hang on to the anchor uh, of Jesus Christ as our hope in the midst of all of that. So today, I just want to tell you what is on my heart. Uh, you know, I was just thinking goodness, we're going into a new season. Uh, we're going into um, a time when, you know, we're putting summer behind us and we're facing fall. And for me, a lot of times that's the beginning of my year in ministry when I start teaching again and kind of get, as I say, back in the saddle again and resume routine and schedules and yada, yada, yada. And so I was thinking about a new you. I was thinking about a new me. You know, anything I tell you comes right back to me. I'm talking to the hand here. And so um, I was thinking about a moving makeover, that if you've got to move in the future, I know so many of my military uh, sisters, my military friends around the world are going through a PCS right now, which means uh, a move for them. And so many corporate movers, uh, it, it's just this is a busy moving time of the year. And, and so I was thinking, hey, uh, we need to think about uh, a moving makeover, a new, a new us. And in all areas of our life, we need a makeover out of the interruption of a move, out of the standstill of change. We have the opportunity. We have the opportunity. We don't always take it, but we need to think about how we can be um, our best uh, for ourselves, for our family and to to bloom not only wherever god plants us but to use change as a positive and not always as a negative 
and I'm at the season of my life where, you know, if I go to Walgreens, anything that says restore or restoration or, you know, feel younger, I'm going to buy it, sister. Um, I'm all over all of those wonderful terms that encourage me from the... um, from the perspective of hope that I can use a little cream and make a difference. Ha ha. But God is in the makeover business. He's in the restoration business. And bottom line, that's what I'm talking about, is restoration. God can make us over into someone better than we could ever imagine or dream of. And I want to talk to you about three areas that affect us personally in change, in uh, moving, in transition. And those three areas are uh, that affect us are it's physical, emotional, and spiritual. Uh, It kind of sometimes rocks our world during being. with the upheaval of change but let's talk about the stability of Christ and talk about those three areas and how he can anchor us so I want you to think about taking care of yourself physically knowing yourself emotionally and growing yourself spiritually and you know what maybe you haven't moved maybe you're not a mover maybe you haven't gone through change or transition but as women these are three areas that we we need to be aware of and every now and then just have a little checkup from the neck up to see how we're doing now I have allergies, and that was my water bottle you heard crinkle. Um, So if I stop and take a sip of water every now and then, I haven't left you. I'm just um, easing that throat. I hope you can't hear me gurgle as it goes down. But anyway, I know I have, um, I know there are times I've dropped my microphone. And the air conditioner's gone on, and there's been weird noises in the background. But I promise you, that's not me. I'm not weird. No, it's just the um, the noises around me. So, moving right on. I don't want a bunny trail. Let's take a good look at ourselves physically. In other words, I want you to take care of yourself. And a lot of times, the last person we think of taking care of is is us. Uh, We are always, it seems, falling on the back burner. Um, I want to ask you, how are you doing? You know, in 1 Peter 5.10, the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself protect, will himself perfect confirm, strengthen, and establish you. Hey, hang your hat on that, girls. Hang your luggage on that. He himself, he didn't say I'm going to send somebody to do it, but he will perfect you, confirm you, strengthen you, and establish you. 
be gentle with yourself, my friends. Handle yourself with care. Give yourself permission, one, to be tired. Two, to cry every now and then. You know, just don't get stuck in it. That's when I worry about you, is when you're stuck in that. But give yourself permission. You know, your energy levels, your stamina, your coping, being overwhelmed, all of that is going to vary. It's going to go up and down. And understand that about yourself physically. And know that, there, know your limitations. Know when that little red light goes off internally and you've got to stop. And, you know, like last night, I was worn out from my day. I thought, I just don't have another ounce of energy in me. And I had, a, I had at least five more things I had to do before I went to bed. I said, no, Susan, you're going to stop. You're going to fix yourself some dinner. And you're going to sit down and eat and prop your feet up for 30 minutes before you move on. I, I knew that if I didn't, I wasn't going to be able to accomplish anything else. So know your limitations and make talk about eating, have proper nutrition, get rest, um, exercise, laugh, play, whatever you can do to relieve that stress and is part of taking care of yourself. Walking will do wonders for your body and your spirit. Now it's so hot here in Arizona, I do not walk outside lest I become a puddle of, of sweat on the sidewalk. But I do go to the gym, and, you know, I, I exercise there, and it makes such a difference. Um, just getting enough sleep. I don't know about you, but, you know, if I don't get my sleep, I'm not worth a plug nickel. So, you know, these are things you already know. It's just a gentle reminder, and you need to hear it sometimes in another voice. Um, it's okay to take care of yourself, whatever that might look like to you. Maybe it means simply going and having a pedicure or buying a bottle of polish and painting your nails or whatever. But I just encourage you to take a good look at yourself and take care of yourself. And then emotionally. Those are the three areas. Now, physical, emotional, I'm going to piggyback a little bit on emotional, and then spiritual. Um, I'm, I'm talking about a new you, and that can be just your frame of mind, just the choices that you make uh, in change, and what a difference that will make, uh, whatever season of life that you're in. But emotionally, know yourself, understand yourself, ask yourself, how am I doing emotionally? How do I feel about myself today? Um, you know, are you happy with who you are and who you've become in the midst of this change? Again, give yourself permission if you need to grieve. Give yourself permission if you need to back off from a busy schedule. But know yourself well enough to know um, when you need to do that and how it's affecting you emotionally. Because emotional... Uh, the emotional part of any change, moving, transition, um, comes from 
understanding your needs and understanding your your past and understanding well gosh I've been working extra hard the last two weeks no wonder I'm worn out or my lifestyle needs to change whatever that might look like that it's affecting you mo- emotionally because it will eventually begin to affect your health and you know we all have needs we all have emotional needs needs that may or may not have been met before um, and our needs met equal fulfillment our needs unmet equal frustration needs like acceptance approval support comfort those are felt needs that that trips into uh, our emotional being and needs cannot be satisfied by things a new house may not meet a need for love a car is not a substitute for affection uh, there are degrees that that don't satisfy every need in our life degrees of respect i mean my goodness success does not produce peace and and you know degrees in other words uh climbing the professional ladder or getting one more degree at school it doesn't satisfy your need for respect that's something internal but it affects you emotionally and god my friends listen god is the ultimate need meter to satisfy all of our felt needs we may choose to meet our needs directly or indirectly through relationship with others and of course our relationship with christ because he is the ultimate need meter and if you understand why you feel like you do it will help you understand your emotions emotions like loneliness or sadness or hurting and you know a lot of times what you're feeling is the result of emotional needs being met or unmet you may have left family or friends behind or a great job or a great house maybe you've downsized maybe your lifestyle has changed because of illness or because of a divorce or death and you feel a great loss and you're sad or you're hurting or you're lonely not because necessarily not because necessarily you left a place or a house or a city but because you left people because you've lost those you've loved in your life that have fulfilled that emotional need and what you're going through let me tell you just listen what i'm telling you you are normal you are so normal going through the change of loss or the change of transition or moving and take time to understand that you will feel a loss until you develop new relationships and new friendships and begin to meet people and and get those felt needs met through fellowship through friendships through new uh, relationships and again emotional needs cannot be satisfied 
I have to tell you this because sometimes you think that if you just had more things that that would satisfy your emotional needs. But a new house does not meet a need for love. A car can't substitute for affection. A degree or a, a promotion cannot satisfy the need for respect and success does not produce peace. Cling to the fact, know that God is your need meter, God and God alone. And you know what? Your past makes up a huge, uh, just makes up a huge part of all that. Your past is made up of events and experiences that shapes your life. Everybody has a story. What's yours? I'd love to hear your story. Many of you know that my story is that I lost my husband to cancer. And that's been life-changing for me. I thought I knew all about change through 14 moves. I wrote the book, After the Boxes Are Unpacked, based on the fact based on what I'd learned from God's principles and God's Word and my own experience through 14 moves and then I lost Bill and that was a whole nother loss a whole nother transition and the biblical principles from my book now take me to a deeper level of beginning to let go and trust God and start over with faith and move forward with trust so your past does uh, shape your life, and everyone has a story. And some people don't even recognize the significance of their past when they move or when they go through change. And, you know, some take steps to deal with being discouraged. They give up. And all of this plays into your, this is all a part of your emotions. Some people refuse to believe their past affects their present, and they continue to live submerged in them. In other words, like I said, I, I don't want you to get stuck, you know, and that's, the, that's when they're red flags is when you get stuck in those emotions or you get stuck in your past. And all of us have history or past that includes good and bad, discomfort or disaster. And it follows us through change, through loss, through a move. And sometimes we might need very seriously to reconcile with our past, with God, with family, with others, with our spouse. For me, reconcil reconciling my past is the process of bringing my past to harmony and resolution. And it has lightened my load of hurts. And it's all about forgiveness. And then we are free to live without the burden of that baggage, that baggage that we carry of emotions and feelings 
to reconcile our past. There are a lot of things in my lifetime I've had to go back and reconcile, that I've had to ask forgiveness from a friend or a family member, that I've had to make hard choices about in reconciliation. And listen, reconciliation does not mean that we erase the past. It means that we bring the past to God, who is the reconciler. You see, this is all a part of being a new you, a new season of your life, physically, spiritually, emotionally. Part of all of that is, is, is your past and the, the history made up of those events and experiences that shape our lives. And some of us wear those over and over again. And perhaps, perhaps it's time for you to reconcile. Perhaps it's time for you to claim your baggage. Baggage, that emotional response to our a past. Sometimes I can get angry about things and that's a, a, a trigger to an emotion of my past. Um, I remember as a child I was um, I had an uncle that teased me a lot and to this day when someone teases me unkindly it it brings back all those emotions that I had as a child and I have reconciled that with God I have reconciled that in my heart um, understanding how that plays a part in my emotions and you know our emotional baggage can be claimed or unclaimed claimed is when we recognize it as ours and deal with it unclaimed is when we ignore it deny it and minimize it and the importance of claiming that baggage and recognizing it dealing with it if you'll think about travelers that at the airport that head for baggage claim and they stand around the carousel and they pull off their luggage and off they go and yet there's a baggage claim area where bags are set aside that no one has claimed hundreds are placed in storage waiting to be claimed and as women going through change as women in transition as women who have moved we have areas in our life where unclaimed baggage has been stored. You might have a garment bag full of resentment. You might have a duffel bag full of depression. You might have a carry-on bag of worry, a suitcase, oversized suitcase full of hurt. And you see this conjures up all those emotions and this has a great a huge effect on you as well as taking care of yourself uh, physically to take care of yourself understand yourself know yourself emotionally and my friends I just I want you to um, understand that this unclaimed baggage has the potential to ruin a relationship or to cripple us emotionally if not claimed and dealt with identify the hurts 
identify the hurts you have to leave it behind as part of a new you you have to deal with it I think of the woman at the well in John 4 7 29 probably one of my most favorite scriptures and stories that I use uh, here was this woman at the well who talk about unclaimed baggage and unclaimed hurt um, she'd been married five times and you know nobody really knew her nobody knew her story she was only known by um, the woman at the well or the Samaritan woman and and I'm sure that she made many treks to the well to fill her water jar and she was probably frayed and smudged with dirt and gosh I'm sure this formed her identity her past her history um, and then she met Jesus who offered her a cup of water you know he started conversation with her and her life was changed from that point on you know the Samaritan woman needed a new new you she needed a new um, a new identity and she was looking in the midst of her life looking for security and significance and she wanted to belong to someone or somewhere and yet nobody knew her until or knew anything about her until Jesus entered her life. I think about that as women who move. They want to belong in a community and no one knows their name and no one knows their story. They're just the new woman who moved here. Perhaps you're the woman who's been recently divorced or the widow that, that's joined the church and she's the, the new person here. And yet we have uh, an identity in Christ we can reclaim we can reclaim that within us that belongs to him and in the process bring harmony and resolution to the hurt of the past and that's why it's so vital for us to know who we are in Christ to know and to claim it Lay your hurts, my friend, at the foot of the cross. Release, relinquish your hurts in your life to Christ. Die to self. There is a new you emerging. There's a new you inside. You just haven't found her yet through the midst of all that you're going through. That's why I, I was so compelled to talk about a new you because I know so many of you you need that reminder that it's in there it, it, it's who you are and you might be in a dormant season but God's not finished with you yet and that's why I wanted you to to take a good look at yourself to know that there is hope to know that physically and emotionally and spiritually that you are gonna be okay Learn to trust your past with God. You have a clean slate every day to give you a freedom to move on. And you can't change your past or your history, but with God's help, you can learn to claim that emotional baggage and start over again with a new you.
you can face it you can trace it you can erase it and you can replace it with the hope that is in Jesus Christ and I can say this with conviction because I've been there I've lost myself I've lost the who that I was and yet I've refound it reclaimed it uh, a new a new me emerged that I didn't even know that was there after I lost Bill and so know that once you claim that that unclaimed baggage of identifying the past and identifying those hurts you can unpack it unload the burden and travel lightly a lot a lot lighter in the glory of God to become that new you the widow lady in Luke 18 3 through 7 a chapter about prayer talk about prayer oh my goodness she is such an encouragement to me because she's not just a widow lady she's any one of us she got in line every day and prayed every day she was persistent every day she was specific in her prayers every day she never gave up she showed up she prayed every day Oh, my friends, join me as, as I pray every day that I am persistent, that God will use me, that God will bring uh, the fullness of his glory through my life. Deal with whatever emotion you're going through. Identify it. Don't dwell in it. Again, don't get stuck in it. If you need some help beyond just my encouraging words and my voice um, get help but deal with it don't dwell in it Uh, life is too short and too precious to stay stuck in unhealthy emotions and God's grace is sufficient to go on and move forward with to press on oh my goodness I am so convicted today Uh, I'm just here to encourage you um, because I believe in you and I know that you can do it. Um, Press on to to pursue tomorrow, to pursue a better you, to see the past from God's point of view. Uh, Your goal should never be self-satisfaction, but Christ-likeness, that's what it's all about. To reflect him in your actions and your choices and to keep Christ as your goal for that finish line as a matter of fact Philippians 3 13 encourages us tremendously in that very thing I do not regard myself as having laid hold of it yet but one thing I do Now listen at this, girls. One thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and reaching forward to what lies ahead. There you go. Nailed us. Nailed me. Nailed you right there. One thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and reaching forward to what lies ahead. 
there's the foundation for what for how we deal with our emotions and I've given you a framework and an infrastructure of what that looks like to claim it to name it to deal with it um, to take it to the foot of the cross and so I've talked about the physical you 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 whatever that looks like if it's going out and for me shopping therapy is great window shopping therapy I don't have to buy anything I can just look that's physically replenishing sometimes just my brain to get away from uh, busyness is just to peruse stores okay or maybe get a pedicure I don't care go to a movie with a friend read a great fun book whatever it takes basically to take care of yourself um, not only externally but internally that rest that good nutrition uh, that health physically to be that emerge as a new person and then emotionally and to deal with your emotions and understand how your past uh, plays a part of that and then I want to close today of course with growing yourself spiritually because you see in the midst of all of that it's all about Jesus you want to be a better you for him you want to be a better you you to to please him you have an audience of one whether you're married whether you're single whether you're divorced or widowed you have an audience of one and that is your Lord and Savior and reconnect with God if you've been angry with him if you're disconnected reconnect with him are you waiting to make a friend well maybe God is waiting for you to run to him have you ever thought about that we tend to cling together sometimes rather than to cling to God. So think, grow yourself spiritually. You're in the palm of his hand. And, you know, he, he is, God is a gentleman and you can trust the word of a gentleman to grow yourself, to get into a Bible study this fall. Oh my goodness, they're all starting in the fall. What a great time. If you don't belong to a church, find a church. Join a Bible study. Um, you know, become a part of something bigger than you. <coughs> and uh, join up and join in. I've said that over and over again. But get into a Bible study. Get yourself a good, um, a good Bible that you have that you can reference and read. Um, even my book, After the Boxes Are Unpacked, is filled with biblical principles for women going through a move or through change. But you need to ground yourself and get back to, um, to God's Word. He is a gentleman, and you can trust the word of a gentleman. Our need for Christ is so great. There is freedom in Christ. There is freedom in, in the forgiveness um, of understanding what that means to forgive and be forgiven. Um, unconditional love. These are all the things that he, um, that he offers us. Peace, uh, comfort. He is our provider. A job, my friends, if you're in a career, you're, you work inside or outside the home, a job is a provision, but God is our provider. 
He should be your accountability partner. And at the end of the day, revisit the day with God. Keep short accounts with Him. Give Him your worry and fear, all those negative emotions. Uh, You live in the midst of your mess, and God says, I'll work out the mess. You give me the glory. Do what it takes to grow spiritually. Make the choice. Do you listen to the cry of the world or the call of God? Who will you follow? Whose voice will you listen to? Take a good look at yourself today. Look at the areas of your life, and we're all different. Yours may be different than mine, but take a good look at yourself physically, emotionally, and spiritually. What is it that you can start doing right now, whether you're running and listening to this podcast or sitting in an armchair or at the desk on a break or whatever? Uh, What is it that you can do right now when you turn this podcast off that will begin to make a difference in your life and will begin to draw you closer to Christ? Hey, I've just loved being with you today. I was just so passionate about what I was saying. I just, I kind of got in your face, didn't I? But I hope I've given you food for thought and words of encouragement. And hey, I'm so glad that you joined me today. You know, there's just nothing like uh, being together. And you matter a whole lot more than you think. So thanks for hanging out with me for a while. Remember, I believe in you. And it's and I want you to always move closer to Jesus. Because it just doesn't get much better than that. See you next time.